Hello everyone, welcome back to Little Wisdom. My name is Shub and in today's episode, it's a place where we've all been at some point or another. It hurts, you feel rejected, nothing feels as important as before and you wish you could skip to the good part where you don't feel upset anymore and everyone is happy and things have all worked out. But you also know that it's something you have to go through. So how do we nurse a broken heart and heal from it? Well, my dear sentimental friends, find out in today's episode. So when I was thinking of the title of today's episode, I changed it from getting over a breakup to getting through a breakup. Because to truly heal, going through is more important than going over it. Uh, you know, I think we all try to distract ourselves with comments like, I'm fine, I'm okay. You name it, we've probably said it. Unless you're the other type who just says, I am, you know, just dwindling in a black hole of nothingness, <laughs> which also happens. But at some point, you find yourself walking around crying to yourself and calling a sibling or a friend, sounding like a child who didn't get caught in candy, snot, runny nose, and uh, incomprehensible words included. <laughs> It sucks, you guys. It sucks. It's painful. And trust me, I've been there. Uh, there's many reasons relationships can end. Whether you're attached, engaged, married, or in that space of there was something there, but it's been so long that we don't know what we are anymore. But the reason that a relationship ends is what we need to keep bringing ourselves back to when we doubt the decision. In some cases, it's a clear decision because there's been a major red flag. There's been a big wedge that's been driven into the relationship or one person has acted in a way that is just way out of line. Uh, in other cases, and, and these ones are a little bit more uh, tricky, is when it's not really anyone's fault and no one's really been a bad person. In fact, the other person may actually just be a really nice human being, but something is just not right anymore. It just doesn't fit. Maybe you don't have the same ideas about the future together. Maybe one person is not ready for the future. Or maybe you've just grown apart. In these cases, the love remains and that hurts. But that can also help you heal because there may not be any anger. There's just a struggle of acceptance and especially if it's been a long drawn companionship. All right, in summary, we start listening to Adele and cry because the world doesn't feel like the same anymore. Well, the world doesn't feel the same anymore, not feel like the same. Uh, but how can you start feeling better or seeding ways to feel better? I have three things here that you can try and hopefully they help. All right, let's start with number one. This is about changing your relationship with pain. So Matthew Hussey is an expert on relationships and you may have seen him on YouTube. I think he has some social media videos that keep popping up. And he mentions that a portion of the pain that we feel during breakups or during separation or a divorce stems from feeling the pain and thinking, gosh, how long is this going to last? So he stresses that it's vital to remind yourself that this pain is not forever. This is temporary. It's not going to last. This pain will go away. And if you don't believe me, think of when you stubbed your toe. Think of when you had a fall. Think of when you had a heartbreak as a teenager or even your first heartbreak. 
Pam, that pain is intense. And because of the intensity of what you feel, we fail to take into account the long term. The truth is that what you feel will change. All of your emotions and pains will fade because your emotions will change. Do not let the current intensity of what you're feeling decide your life one year from now. In fact, a year from now, if it was an amicable breakup and you and your ex-partner could be giggling over this with each other in a civil, respectful, and friendly manner while thinking, yes, you know, we did the right thing. It was a right decision. So don't fight what you feel. Let it come and go through you. And as you experience it, remember the long term. The sentiments will evolve because you will evolve. All right, number two, focus on progress. So do something constructive. Basically, doing something constructive has been scientifically proven to have meditative effects. You're very likely not going to feel like doing anything constructive, to be honest. I think all you really want to do is just sit on the couch or lie on the couch because sometimes even sitting will be like, oh, this is too much have a blanket cry, or just be in your room, you're going to feel that. A lot of people feel that. And it's okay to just go ahead and do that for a while. But if you feel like you're getting into that zone a little too much, and you're beginning to stay there a little too long, then you need to find something small that will make you feel like there is progress. So for example, if you've been avoiding checking your emails, just get up and check your emails for 10 minutes. That's it. Or get up and go for a five-minute walk and then go longer if you feel like. It's like the Pomodoro effect uh, or Pomodoro technique, rather. I think I have another episode where I mentioned it, but you can go Google it. Not quite the same thing, but it's basically you do something for 20 minutes and usually that's how long it takes you to really get into the rhythm and then you end up going for longer. Um, But again, if it's just five minutes for you, just do the five minutes. For example, if you think, okay, I need to help my child build their study table, then get up and help them build it. Do something that makes you feel like you created something where there is some form of progress. Now, I do want to say this. Progress is not going to remove the pain, but it will provide an avenue to focus where it may take your attention away from what you're feeling momentarily. And eventually, that time will stretch And as you begin to settle back into the rhythm, the pain will ease and you'll find your abilities strengthen. It's also really, really important to not push or accept yourself, expect yourself, sorry, or expect yourself to immediately be back at the same level. All right, it's really important that you start small, you forgive when it doesn't happen the way you want it, and you keep a steady consistency. It's a major thing that you're going to go through. So don't expect yourself to be at 100% all the time because you need that time to to recuperate. It's just like if you fracture your leg, you're not going to go run a marathon. You need to let it heal before you go that. But then you start with walking, you start by doing little things, and then you'll come back and maybe you'll even be better than before. So basically, it's going to go up and down and it's going to go back before it goes forward. But at some point, it will stabilize. All right, the third and last thing, try replacement therapy. So the best-selling author of Heal Your Drained Brain, and he's also a Hollywood therapist, Dr. Mike Dow, 
He recommends that the first month after a breakup, it should be spent engaging in non-romantic activities that provide pleasure, passion, and purpose. I'm quoting him there, by the way, so I'll repeat it one more time. You need to engage in non-romantic activities that provide pleasure, passion, and purpose. The three Ps. He doesn't say the three Ps. That's just my own little creative expression here. Not very creative. Um, But basically, this is a way, a healthy way, to continue providing feel-good neurotransmitters that we usually experience while we're in a happy relationship. So what happens when we break up is neurochemicals like oxytocin, this is also known as the love hormone, and dopamine, which is the pleasure and reward hormone, and serotonin, this is the third one, this hormone helps regulate our mood. These three are associated with happiness, and what happens is they decline when we break up. And uh, obviously, no prizes for guessing, this makes us feel lonely, makes us feel depressed, makes us feel anxious. So by doing activities that help boost the production of these neurotransmitters in a healthy manner, you will be setting yourself up to heal steadily. And while we're on that, it's also really important to try as far as possible to make sure that you're eating right, you're sleeping right, you're exercising. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I know. Okay, even on a day-to-day rhythm, we think about exercise. We're like, I'll go to the gym. And you're like, huh, but it's the thought that counts. So it's, it's difficult. And you know, if you can't do all of that, just do one thing. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to start by having my meals on time. That's it. All right. And then just go for five minute walks every day and just do that. And try to include some form of movement into your routine. Put on an aerobics video on YouTube and join in. Put on a Bollywood dance video and, and, and do that. I've done that actually. Not a great dancer, but I love dancing, but I, th- I think I'm horrendous at it. I just should be kept far away and people dance because I end up hurting people. But do something. Get moving, even if it's for a little while and even if you have to cry through it. In fact, maybe crying through it will help you release some of the pent-up emotions. All right. So there it is. The pain will be there. But try to change your relationship with it, knowing that it's not going to last. It's there now, a couple of months, maybe a year down the line, it won't be there. And try your hands at things that you can do that make you feel like you did something today, however small it may be. And third, add healthy activities that will provide purpose and passion. Sometimes they may not provide it immediately. You may not feel that purpose and passion immediately, but when you start doing them, the passion will also return. I know this is a tough journey. It hurts and it messes you up and it makes you feel like you're broken in a way that may never be put back together. Um, But I want you to know that you're not Humpty Dumpty. You are you. And you tried and you gave love a shot. Uh, You were brave. And while it, it may not be the result that you wanted... Just know that the result that the universe has in store for you after the healing will make you feel that, yes, it all had to happen. For now, look in the mirror and appreciate yourself. If you messed up somewhere, try and get closure and make amends. But these ups and downs are, I guess, just part of the journey. Uh, I'm also kind of telling that to myself, to be honest. Um, We just need to ride them through and just imagine that one day you may be telling someone about how you got through it all. And feel relieved and proud to be able to help someone else. 
because you know you're never the only one going through something like that so if your pain helps somebody else or you get to talk it out or you identify with others then that's good at least your pain was productive or useful to someone else um, but even to you it's not an easy journey and it's okay to feel pretty shitty for some time that's going to happen but as far as possible try not to stay there and use these three tips to try and get out of that space where you feel you're staying there a little bit too long and you know you are a lion on the inside that needs to come out all right so take care be patient give yourself some time and love and stay wise my friend it'll all be okay take care <laughs>